The Lord is in his holy temple, but all the earth keeps silence before him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 is found on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. Your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Psalm 145 is found on page 520. I will magnify thee, O God, my King, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Every day will I give thanks unto thee, and praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and marvelous worthy to be praised. There is no end of his greatness. One generation shall praise thy works unto another, and declare thy power. As for me, I will be talking of thy worship, thy glory, thy praise, and wondrous works. So that men shall speak of the might of thy marvelous acts, and I will also tell of thy greatness. The memorial of thine abundant kindness shall be showed, and men shall sing of thy righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, long-suffering, and of great goodness. The Lord is loving unto every man, and his mercy is over all his works. All thy works praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints give thanks unto thee. They show the glory of thy kingdom, and talk of thy power. That thy power, thy glory, and mightiness of thy kingdom might be known unto men. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Thy dominion endureth throughout all ages. The Lord upholdeth all such as fall, and lifteth up all those that are down. The eyes of all wait upon thee, O Lord. Thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thine hand, and fillest all living things with plenteousness. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and holy in all his works. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, yea, all such as call upon him faithfully. 
He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He will also hear their cry and will help them. The Lord preserveth all them that love him, but scattereth abroad all the ungodly. Her mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh give thanks unto his holy name forever and ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As, as it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Here beginneth the book of Ecclesiasticus. All wisdom comes from the Lord and is with him forever. The sand of the sea, the drops of rain, and the days of eternity, who can count them? The height of heaven, the breadth of the earth, the abyss, and wisdom, who can search them out? Wisdom was created before all things, and prudent understanding from eternity. The root of wisdom, to whom has it been revealed? Her clever devices, who knows them? There is one who is wise, greatly to be feared, sitting upon his throne. The Lord himself created wisdom. He saw her and apportioned her. He poured her out upon all his works. She dwells with all flesh according to his gift, and he supplied her to those who love him. Here endeth the first lesson. Deum Laudamus on page 10. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry. Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. Glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable, true, and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, Thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed of thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine heritage. Govern them, and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Outsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the 25th verse of the 8th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. Then they said to him, Who are you? And Jesus said to them, 
just what I have been saying to you from the beginning. I have many things to say and to judge concerning you, but he who sent me is true, and I speak to the world those things which I heard from him. They did not understand, and they spoke to the and he that he spoke to them of the Father. Then Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father taught me, I speak these things. And he who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone, for I always do those things that please him. As he spoke these words, many believed in him. Then Jesus said to those Jews who, who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall, show, shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants, and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say, You will be made free? Jesus answered them, Most assuredly I say to you, Whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides it forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Here endeth the second lesson. Jubilate Dale. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord he is God, is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Who go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. I believe in God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. Third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sin, the resurrection of the body, life everlasting. Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, as we Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Let thy merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of thy humble servants, 
that they may obtain their pet petitions. Make them to ask such things as shall please thee, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, and all assaults are in that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, has safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with thy mighty power. Grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governments may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Today we have the uh, tenth Sunday after Trinity. I'd like to focus on our first reading, which is from neither the Old Testament nor the New Testament. First reading is the beginning of Ecclesiasticus, one of the books of the Apocrypha. What are the Apocrypha? Why do we read the Apocrypha? These books are absent from the Hebrew Old Testament, but appeared in the Septuagint, the Greek Old Testament that is most often quoted in the New Testament. Most were believed written in the four centuries before Jesus' birth, a period we often call the intertestamental period between the Old Testament and the New Testament. There are parts of Jewish history, such as the revolt of the Maccabees, that so shapes first century Jerusalem that we only know from the Apocrypha. Many newlyweds would be disappointed if they were not allowed to use one of the beautiful passages from Tobit at their wedding. Protestant reformers, however, thought that the Apocrypha were different from the 66 books accepted by Christians around the world. They did not believe that they were inspired by the Holy Spirit, but the earliest reformers, including Luther and Calvin, treated them as being important Christian texts, but later Protestants ignored them entirely. The 1546 Council of Trent, the Roman Catholic Church decided they are equivalent to other Old Testament books, and they are merged with the rest of the Old Testament. The Orthodox hold a similar view. Meanwhile, the Elizabethan Church of England sought to find a middle way when in 1562, it finalized the 39 Articles of Religion, the closest thing we have to a denominational confession. On page 604 of your prayer book, Article 6 cites the opinion of St. Jerome from the 4th century. The other books, as Jerome saith, the church doth read, for example, of life and instruction of manners, yet doth it not apply them to establish any doctrine. This is similar to Luther's comment from his German language Bible, that they are not held equal to sacred scriptures, and nevertheless are useful and good to read. So when King James authorized the Great Bible Translation in the next century, the Apocrypha were included in the Bible, but separated out. The publisher of the New King James did not update the translation of the Apocrypha, but on Bible Gateway, you can find it in the RSV and then also in some printed editions of the ESV. What the King James calls Ecclesiasticus is now known as the Wisdom of Sirach, or just Sirach. Like the other Apocryphal book, Wisdom of Solomon, and the Proverbs of the Old Testament, it is a book of wisdom. Unlike the Wisdom of Solomon, the Wisdom of Sirach was actually written by Sirach, or actually Ben Sirah, a Hellenistic Jew in the second century BC. His grandson translated from Hebrew to the Greek as he writes in the prologue of Sirach that begins modern English translations. 
The editors of the Book of Common Prayer selected this and other passages of Sirach for morning prayer readings on Sundays scattered throughout the Trinity season. Today we have the premise of the entire book where Sirach explains that none of us have wisdom except as a gift of God. All wisdom comes from the Lord and is with him forever. There is one who is wise, greatly to be feared, sitting upon his throne. The Lord himself created wisdom. He saw her and apportioned her. He poured her out upon all his works. She dwells with all flesh according to his gift, and she supplied her to those who love him. This is a secular antidote to the, this is an essential antidote to the secular understanding of wisdom and truth in the modern era. During the Enlightenment, there was an attempt to find new knowledge while admitting that all, it is all part of God's creation. But since then, many secular scholars, politicians, and ordinary citizens have thought, sought to make themselves gods with their learning and discoveries. Reading the opening chapter of Sirach or Ecclesiastes thus helps us to put the order and logic of God's created universe into proper perspective in our broken postmodern world. If we believe that all wisdom comes from God, and as Jesus said this morning in the passage from John, you shall know the truth, the truth shall make you free. Now we turn to page 18 of the Book of Common Prayer. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men. Thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them by saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, hold the faith and unity of spirit, the bond of peace, righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, mind, body, or estate. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy share of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants who give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Blessed Lord, who has caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them 
read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our blessed Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to Chris for making this possible. Hope you have a blessed Sunday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day, everybody.